Hi, y'all. This is Carrie D. from Coffee with Carrie. It's such a privilege to do this adventure we call homeschooling with you. Thank you for tuning in and walking this homeschooling journey with us. If you're new to us, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee with Carrie Consultant or at our website, coffeewithcarrie.org. It's our prayer that our website, our homeschooling consulting services, our podcast, and now our new book, Just Breathe, will help you homeschool one step at a time, one day at a time, and one cup of coffee at a time. Pour yourself a cup of coffee, put your feet up, and take a little coffee break with me. Friends, this is a perfect year to focus on the United States. During an election year, it is so much fun to dig into all things USA. There are so many ways to go about this, no matter how young or how old your children are. So in this week's episode, I want to share with you some really fun and organic ways you can take advantage of an election year. You can spend the entire year learning about U.S. history or U.S. geography or U.S. presidents or the American government and our electoral process. Since I spent a few podcasts this summer talking about how to read your way through history and how to use timelines, I'll just talk about the last three. If you want to learn more about reading your way through history or using timelines and history notebooks, then check out our History Alive podcast, part one and two. So let's start with spending the entire year learning about U.S. geography and the U.S. states and capitals. So what can you do if you spend an entire year learning U.S. geography? Well, first, you can spend the year memorizing the 50 states and capitals. We broke up the map into different regions and started on the West Coast, since that's where we live. And then every six to eight weeks, we would focus on a different region of the United States. In our morning time basket, we used the loop schedule, which is just, just means every couple of days we rotated into our morning time basket some kind of map work. And the years we focused on U.S. history or geography, we did U.S. maps for our map work. First, just print up some black line masters of the U.S. political map and the U.S. physical map. And you can find tons of free ones on the Internet. Then, make sure you have a labeled U.S. map as well as a blank political map. Place them in sheet protectors so that the labeled political map with the states and capitals are facing on one side of the sheet protector, and then on the other side is your blank U.S. states and capitals map. For your physical map, try to print it in color. Place it face up in a different sheet protector with a blank U.S. map on the other side. A few times a week, or every day if you want, Have your kiddos take turns tracing the labeled U.S. map and then flipping it over and trying to label the states and capitals on the blank map with a dry erase marker. On other days, while your kids are looking at the labeled maps, have them draw freehand the United States, labeling the states and the capitals as they go. Or while looking at the colored and labeled physical map of the U.S., try drawing the U.S. while adding important landforms in each region. Then, as they get real good at labeling and drawing while looking at the maps, have them try to draw from memory without looking at any U.S. maps. You can just give your younger kids coloring sheets if you want. We would start with the West Coast, but you can start with any region you want. We would spend about six to eight weeks trying to memorize the states, the capitals, and the unique landforms like rivers and mountains and lakes that were in the western region from Washington and Idaho down the coast to California and Arizona. Once we had those states memorized, we then moved on to the Southwest region. 
We would then spend another six weeks, I guess, trying to memorize the states, capitals, and landforms in states like New Mexico, Colorado, Kansas, Oklahoma, and Texas. But while we were learning these new five to six states, we were also reviewing the western states. So when the kids were labeling the new states, they were also labeling the states they learned a few weeks back. When we would draw the states and landforms from memory, they would include the western states too. This way, they were constantly learning new states and landforms while reviewing the old ones. Then we moved on to the southern region and spent about six to eight weeks learning the states and capitals and unique landforms in the southern states while also reviewing the west and southwest states that we already learned. Then when we finished there, we'd do the east coast, focusing on the 13 original colonies. We would do the same thing until that whole region was memorized. And then we ended up in the heartland of America. We would spend a few weeks learning the states of the Western movement east of the Mississippi, and then we would learn the states in the Midwest, which were west of the Mississippi. But, you know, the order really doesn't matter. The fun is coloring maps, labeling maps, making 3D salt model physical maps, and drawing maps from memory. The important part is when you add a new region to make sure your kids draw and label the regions they already mastered, and then add the new states and capitals as you move across the United States. You can purchase some of the really nice and fancy U.S. geography curriculums out there that help you draw the United States one step at a time, but you really don't need them. You can get just as much done with free map outlines printed off the internet, a few sheet protectors, some dry erase markers, some paper, some colored pencils, and a child's atlas of the United States, or even better, the book Don't Know Much About the United States by Kenneth Davis. Another fun thing to do when studying U.S. geography and states and capitals is to eat your way across America. That's right, we're Italian. Check out the books United Tastes of America, an Atlas of Food Facts and Recipes for Every State, and the book Eat Your Way Through the United States. They are filled with fabulous facts and delicious recipes from each region and state across the United States. And make sure you start your year off by reading How to Make Cherry Pie and See the United States by Priceman. Another thing you can do is learn about the national parks, where they are, and what makes them special. Don't forget to include U.S. geography and U.S. states and capital games to your adventures, too. There are tons of great games out there, but our favorites were 10 Days in America, The Scrambled States of America, and Trekking the National Parks three beautifully created board games. And don't forget, putting together U.S. map puzzles is a great way to learn U.S. geography too. All right, so if you don't want to spend a whole year learning about the U.S. geography and states and capitals, another way to spend an election year is learning about all 45 U.S. presidents. The easiest way to do this is to go in chronological order and focus on one or two presidents a week. All you need is a great U.S. President Encyclopedia or books such as The President's Visual Encyclopedia by D.K. and the Smithsonian or The Scholastics Encyclopedia of the Presidents and Their Times by Rubel or D.K.'s Eyewitness Book, The Presidents. What's great about these three particular books is that they not only tell you about the president's life, but they focus on the time period in which the president governed. So while learning about each president, you also get a crash course in American history, too. 
I especially love how you learn that every president in history has had major issues, wars, or scandals to deal with. Folks, it's nothing new. The best way to do this is to focus on a president each week. As a family, read about the president and the time period in which he was president from one of those president encyclopedias I mentioned. Get a few picture books about the president for your younger students and a few of those who is chapter books or biographies of each president for your older kids. Of course, the internet is full of great resources too. Make sure you visit each president's library online and take a virtual tour of it. There are also tons of great movies and documentaries out there on different U.S. presidents, so watch some of them as a family. After you read about the president, your kiddos can then draw the president or write a paragraph about his life, or if they're older, write a report about his presidency or make a video about the president, memorize one of his famous speeches, or do some copy work about the president and his time in office. One year, we tried to memorize the presidents in order. My son can still sing the song if I get him started. We had a timeline in our home, so after we learned about each president, we drew or put a picture of the president on an index card, wrote the time period he was the president, and a sentence or two summarizing the important events of his presidency. Then we would add the labeled index card to our timeline. There are tons of great games about presidents too, but our favorites are Professor Noggin's Presidents and Presidents Go Fish. Since there are 45 presidents and usually 30 to 32 weeks in a school year, some weeks we doubled up on the presidents who only served one term or who had a shortened term due to death. We never skipped a president. However, we may not have spent as much time on Garfield and Arthur as we did on Lincoln, Washington, and FDR. Now, if you don't want to learn about all the presidents, you can spend the entire year focusing on our American government. And your kids don't have to be in high school for this either. But if you do have a teen, you should really think about spending the entire year this year learning about our founding fathers and our founding documents. So how to do this? Well, first, just start with the Declaration of Independence. Actually read it and discuss it. Find out what each section of the Declaration is all about. Try and memorize the first part of it. Learn about the authors and the writing and confirmation process of the Declaration of Independence. Yes, Thomas Jefferson was the main author, but it was a process with the help of Ben Franklin and others. There are some great picture books, too, that explain the Declaration, even at a child's level. Check out your local library or your favorite bookstore for some. I'm sure since it's an election year, you'll have no trouble finding them. Then, once you study the Declaration of Independence, move on to the Constitution. Actually read it. Discuss it. Find out what each section is about. Try and memorize the preamble as a family. Learn about each branch of government and our system of checks and balances. Find out who your representatives are at the national, state, and local level. Talk with them. Write them letters. Send them emails. Tell them how you feel about issues that are important to you and your family. And definitely watch Schoolhouse Rock. I love the videos on the Declaration and the Constitution. Feeling brave? Then read some of the Federalist Papers, or at least assign them to your high schooler to read. Then look into your state's constitution. Learn who the governor is and how people are elected in, to office in your state. Then, once you're finished with the Constitution, 
Move on to the Bill of Rights and the 27 Amendments to the Constitution. Read them. Discuss each one. Find out why the amendments were added. Like, what was going on in America for our country to want to add each of these particular amendments? Definitely memorize the Bill of Rights. Learn about each one. What does it mean to have freedom of religion and press and speech? Research some of the controversies that are happening right now that are related to some of these, like the right to bear arms or states' rights versus federal government, the electoral college, mail-in voting. Again, there are great picture books that summarize the Bill of Rights in a beautiful and concise way. Feeling extra brave or have a teen? Then look into some of the pivotal court rulings of the Supreme Court since the founding of our nation. Compare them to current events of today. I am sure you will have some fabulous discussions around the dinner table over those. And don't forget to learn about the electoral process and the electoral college. Find out how many electoral votes your state has and how it's determined. Discuss the privilege of voting. Learn about the history of the Republican and the Democratic Party. Look up their official platforms today and discuss some of the issues. Learn about some of the third parties in our U.S. history, such as the Progressive Party, the Green Party, or the Libertarian Party. And what did they believe in? What does it take to become president? What are the qualifications? Discuss what makes a good president. What's the difference between a democratic republic and a true democracy? And which one do we have? Most definitely, Get and Play the Games, Constitution Quest, Hail to the Chief, and Election Night. They are great for all ages. You could do some great Bible studies comparing Jesus as King and what it means to submit to authority. When should we follow the leaders God has appointed, and when is it right to be civilly disobedient? As a family, study verses like Romans 13, 1-2 and Titus 3-1, as well as Acts 5-20. When do we apply as Christians Acts 5.20? We must obey God rather than man. These could make for some powerful family devotions. If you need a little bit more help organizing some of this, just search Amazon. There are great little workbooks you can use, and the internet has tons of great free worksheets. But trust me, you do not need a dry textbook about U.S. geography or U.S. government. Just get your hands on some really great books, games, and resources. And when places begin to open up, then go on some field trips or road trips. You can literally spend an entire year learning the states and capitals and what makes America so beautiful. You can easily spend an entire year learning about each president and what he did in history to make our country a better place. And you can definitely spend an entire year learning about the U.S. government how it works, what makes it better and different than any other form of government in the world, and how to be an active part in it. Mamas, we live in a beautiful and exceptional country that was founded on biblical and Christian principles. This country is full of God-fearing, patriotic people who love each other and our freedoms. And we are certainly the home of the free because of the brave who have fought and died to secure those freedoms. What better way to spend this election year than learning about our beautiful home? Thank you for hanging out with us and for joining me for this little coffee break. If this is your first time joining us, you can find us at our website, coffeewithcarry.org. 
We also have daily devotions and homeschooling tips at our Instagram account, Coffee with Carrie Consultant. Don't forget to check out our website for links to resources mentioned in this podcast and for some articles on teaching history and geography. If you heard something you liked, then share our podcast, our Instagram, our website, and our new book, Just Breathe, with a friend who might need a little encouragement this week, or share it with a friend who might need some homeschooling help. We're praying for you. Stay healthy. God bless, and see you next time.